0: Parasite Eve 3 My it's... mitochondria has awakened!
1: Oh
2: man, I, I want more I want, I want more Norman Reedus in the funky fetus action. Funky, oh, fetus funky fetus action.
1: Funky fetus, funky fetus, funky fetus. Funky fetus. <laughs> 192 of the tmg podcast this is like hours before e3 2019 this is carlos with me as migs um so yeah uh, sadly
0: we're I, not I, in I, like to complain, right now. I like to complain i'd like to complain about a hotel room <laughs> oh no it was oh, well, not what was okay, promised that was matt
1: that was mad <laughs> and by, by and yes we and are
0: by my hotel room matt? i'm gonna complain my hotel room we're in the philippines right now it's too far from the conference center it's in manila <laughs>
1: I gave you that opportunity to set up the joke, and <laughs> you guys didn't go all the way. Should we do a do over? <laughs> you mentioned the hotel, and I was like, okay, let's just go with how, how, long, how much information can they guys dish out? <laughs> anyway, that was a failed joke from you guys, but E3, 2019. You know, this is, is, all, this is all Miguel's fault when he was applying hey, for a visa.
0: When he was know, applying because... for a visa, they asked him, do you plan to commit any terrorist activities? oh god, god. Wait, oh ooh. god and it's, he did not answer the question dark. you know properly and now he's he's been flagged and yeah. now he can't like, go we, all we
1: wanted to do was just check out some video games up close oh oh i got now we magic decks yeah now we're just gonna have to you know resort to doing this online uh-huh. we're live broadcast. now hours Indeed. before microsoft's e3 press conference yeah um but yeah, if you guys are like interested about you mm. know the pre E three stuff, the speculations, we got that on the previous episodes. But this one in particular, uh, we'll be talking what you know what happened in between and pretty yeah. much the what what was announced at EA Play because you know EA likes to play, you know before anything ha- happened. I guess I was actually surprised that oh they're really they're like hours before, you know the other press conferences. This is <laughs> the the <laughs> calm
2: before the storm episode that will happen. A few hours later
0: and by calm yeah. before the storm you mean the doors to the conference center aren't open yet yeah <laughs> pretty much like day
1: zero is <laughs> is, <laughs> is nothing hours away it's mm-hmm. pretty much nothing yeah but yeah before we do um mm. a couple of um e3 talk especially the ea what they did what they announced what mm, what they showed not really announced what they showed really um but we did get something big this week and it's the price of google's Stadia,
0: stadia. How do I pronounce that? Stadia or stadia? You know, I, 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 I don't know. Um, I'm
1: well, anyway, gonna go with stadia because you know, it's like a stadium.
0: Okay. <laughs> but don't sure. hold me to it. So everybody yeah. else, oh, I got, I got, an idea. How about I say stadia, and you say stadia, so that when people listen to this episode, nobody can like hold us accountable to like using the wrong pronunciation. Because we're right at right, the right.
2: time. I will play into your game, Matt. <laughs> I will I will definitely um, interact with this Stadia news that we're having right now.
1: Wait, so you're Stadia, I'm Stadia, and Matt Stadia? Yes. Is that, is that
0: it? Okay. Yeah. At least we're free. Yeah, but so earlier this week, I think kind <laughs> of like a sort of a pre-pre-easy situation, Google Stadia, Google... Uh, announce the pricing, the plan, the details, the products, everything for uh, what it's gonna take to uh, you know buy into the Google Stadia s- service. And if you guys haven't listened to our previous episodes or you know living under a rock or whatever, like uh, yeah, so Google is is doing this for real. They're gonna do gaming as a streaming service, and and
1: how much are we supposed to sh- you know shell out for?
0: Awesome service. So it's going to cost us, like, $9 for a subscription. Uh, okay. I think $9.99. So yeah, nine
1: ninety
0: nine $9.99 or $10. Oh, 99, 99. okay. Yeah, and um, that's the premium subscription model. And that will get you, like, regular content and, like, you know, little ads games to your library. And we will support 4K HDR, 60 frames per second. Uh mm-hmm. I think there's a pro Perfect. tier. I'm not sure how high that is, but Google also yeah. announced like a sort of like Founders Edition launch pack. So you basically you pay $129 uh, and you will get the Chromecast Ultra, a gamepad, Destiny 2 the collection, and a three-month subscription to the service, and oh. as well as first dibs on claiming your Stadia username since this will be like you know available earlier. So yeah, um, that's what we got so far. Um, the minimum requirements are going to be 10 mbps download with 1 megabyte upload but they recommend that if you want to go 4k you got to have like about 35 mbps which is right kind of a little i mean it's it's when you scale it's when you scale a number when you scale a number from 10 to 35 it's actually not that insane but then but even then 35 mbps is a whole lot of internet not not everybody has
1: yeah. It's a whole lot of than that not everybody has. Um but at the same time that's I don't know, like we have we're, in a, we're living in a world where there are people that have unlimited and we have people that have limited. Yeah. Right. So it depends on the speed it also the capacity of your subscription also matters. Yeah. And now, as, together with having the price rate which is 9.99 now you know how much data you'll be consuming on a monthly basis. Now is in question. Yeah, that's right. What You're I right. Know yeah. About four K, it will take around one terabyte, uh, one terabyte of data. Sorry, in sixty five hours, will be taken if you do four K streaming.
0: I did the math on that. That's about that's roughly like over three hundred gigabytes in a single twenty four hour period.
1: Jesus. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I, I should, and I'm, I'm assuming if you guys really want to do that because I don't think even, if, if we just talk about four K, in itself, that's still being like yeah, shut in people's mouths. Like no, they, people are still like trying to ab- absorb the whole idea of four K. I don't think everybody has four K in their TV in their yeah. in their
0: room. You know? Yeah. Well, okay. When, when we're talking about services like this, I always try to look at it from like because everybody always talks from like four K is still the standard, and it's it's what right. causes a lot of like uh you know big reactions like oh it can't this this console can't support 4k at 60 fps will this video card support 4k 60 fps will google stadia do 4k 60 fps and i don't think like i'm not prepared to have this conversation right now necessarily but i don't think we're at 4k yet like as a whole like gamer culture so we should speak of it from at least from a 1080p perspective and from a 1080p perspective let's do that let's do that Right. Uh, like I still think like 10 Mbps is kind of questionable. I mean, this is this. See, I want to get behind gaming as a streaming service, but like, there are so many factors to consider that really work against a, a company that doesn't have control over all of the variables. You know what I mean? Like, whenever Sony okay. or or Xbox, or Microsoft releases a console, and they're going to and they say it oh, will have this feature and that feature most of those features are usually within their control. You know what I mean? Like who, who their partners are with, with exclusive games, who their partners are for like media companies making content available on their, on their service, you know, that kind of, that kind of stuff. But when, when it comes to Google Stadia, their business idea, their big project lives and dies on the quality of internet that everybody is going to have. And that's not a thing they can control. They're basically making their product held at the mercy of variables beyond your right. control and you know like like uh there's a question to be had about whether you're asking for too much speed and even if we had that speed it's like what about packet loss what about latency what about uh my my friend came over and he turned on netflix and suddenly you know the whole connection collapsed
1: what what about the simple idea of like whatever wherever google stated servers are and i'm here in the philippines yeah where does that how 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 am I gonna be affected? Am I gonna get the yeah? You know, I have to ask. I have to ask them that as well because you know, you know, it can't be just. It won't likely be the same mm-hmm. as in the U.S. the Philippines. So that's that's another factor.
0: I mean, I have a there's a positive spin. There's a positive way of looking at this. I think that more than one person has offered, which is that there is a tendency for when when a service becomes incredibly in demand like Hmm. it will force all of the service providers to sort of like move upwards toward that stuff like did you remember how internet in the philippines got a little bit better once you realized everybody realized shit everybody wants netflix (laughs) no that's true that's very true
1: i mean for those that actually want to you know just like i'm just i'm just focusing on the location yeah you know what i mean
0: yeah, Netflix in- installs all these data centers in, in Manila to-, to make sure that, in-, in Philippines, to make sure that, you know, we don't have to get our, our-, our vi- Netflix video all the way from the U.S., you know. So there's all this infrastructural stuff that can reduce that. But I still feel like like what Google is asking for is, n- is not as simple as just streaming video.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, well, what about you, uh, Max? What do you think about Stadia in terms of the price range and the... Uh
2: uh the data needed
1: to like, get this thing going
2: like stadia right now like uh <laughs> the table that they have right now is um because of course uh I'm with Matt where I'm looking this at a middle ground standpoint because not everyone here in the Philippines actually games at 4k uh mostly it's uh within their 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 pc monitor so it's most likely 1080p uh i think this is still reaching out too much because like when is it
1: coming out when is data coming out exactly
2: i'm not sure well wait a minute Let me but yeah this. like uh for for 10 mbps to 20 mbps uh for the required internet speed that's pretty much um it's too much, I guess. Like, uh, is the high end of
0: broadband? I'll, I'll just yeah,
2: most most fiber users here in the Philippines opt to ten to fifteen Mbps. Uh, but I don't know, like, um, not that, not only that, but like, like what Matt said before, uh, you need to constantly like stream the game, so it will like bandwidth issues. Like, will will the Telephone or, you know, will PLDT or the other, like, um, internet companies uh, allow that kind of bandwidth use or that, that amount of bandwidth use here in the Philippines? Like, imagine, I don't know, like, everyone's uh, playing Instadia. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's streaming at around 20 Mbps and um, everyone's, like, gaming for, for example, 24, like, Eight hours, at least eight hours a day, or or fifty a hours a week, eight
0: hours a day. Wouldn't that be great, Miguel?
2: Oh yeah, I tried that. <laughs> I got sick the other day. <laughs> uh-huh. But but yeah, something like that. I'm I'm not sure if if it's um, if if it's ideal here in the Philippines, at least. And I mean that that kind of scenario, but I don't know like. So far, let's see. Uh, but for me, like twenty Mbps for that one, for sure. Rick, um, it, it it would be ideal if if we can still have some sort of co- uh, custom settings on. You know, uh, maybe you want 1080p but not 60fps. Like you you want to cap something to 30fps instead, or you don't need the surround uh, setup. You want just stereo, or you know, just use headphones when you when you're gaming. So so this uh this table is a bit uh like it kind of shows like the ideal setup or they kind of show the 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 consumers, you know, the possible setups that you can when gaming with Stadia. But you know, uh we if I want to be thorough when it comes to options, you know, there might be a chance that you might get a better uh, experience in this platform, if you have numerous, like if you have more options when it comes to what your bandwidth or your your internet can handle when it comes to gaming.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> Google Stadia is going to be out on November, they say, in two thousand nineteen, mm-hmm. in fourteen countries. So you, we're gonna have a. Do you think there and...
2: will be a beta phase for this one? Because that will be a good uh, step. For Google, oh,
1: they they've they've been doing beta since last year. Yeah, but for like a public beta,
2: because that's the thing that counts, especially when you know. um,
1: If they do a public beta, then good for them. That's be a Mm -hmm. lot of people jumping on their servers.
2: And not only just in the states, like they gotta do something. Like for example, in Southeast Asia, or. In other regions, because that's I'd like like to think
1: I'd like to think that Google Stadia is more focused on the U.S. and the U.K. first, Mm. because I'd like to think they know that many are not capable. So we'll just have to see. It's just like a Netflix. They didn't start in in Southeast Asia. They were they eventually came to Southeast Asia. Yeah. So I'm Mm. just more uh, focused on the fact that if Stadia is ideal, maybe not as this specific subscription, but more of just. a tool to market other games or even other entertainment mediums in the way we, we capture or consume yeah. um, the internet nowadays. That's what I'm more excited about. This is just sort yeah. kind of a stepping stone. Yeah, and then yeah. I mean, I think okay. maybe a padded cleanser to, to you know, like oh, okay, we can do this now. Yeah, cool. You
0: know, I mean, I, I want to wrap this up by saying like I think, I think what's exciting about the idea of the streaming thing is that yeah, you know, like okay, so. You and I, you, you, the three of us have talked about Google Stadia more than, like, quite a few times by now, and you'd think that since we have been mostly kind of, like, reluctant or, you know, skeptical about the servers, that we would have, like, not be entertaining it anymore at this point, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But right. I think the reason why we're, I'd like to think the reason why we're still interested in this is that... Um, the idea of streaming service really unlocks a lot of, like, ways of, a lot of potential, which is, for example, being able to play, like, games at their best visual quality, no matter where you are, without having to take the hardware with you, you know, being able to, like, connect it with uh, lots of other uh, Google-oriented content like YouTube and stream services and all that stuff. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, Google Stadia is at, like, the crux of something big, and it f- uh, it failing, historically speaking, uh, would be a good chance of th- would result in like the possibility of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, if what what happens when Google Stadia really really gets rejected outright, then we might not see any st- uh, streaming service. Uh, anymore and everything good that could come with it i mean look what happened when playstation move controllers started becoming sort of an afterthought and it only came back when when vr happened look what happened when like uh we know the wii controllers became sort of like a, a fad and xbox connect or project natal like you know started like not becoming an inclusive ex- uh an integral part of the xbox one like right. It was able to reduce costs for some of these games, but I also think it removing them limited the ability of developers to express themselves through games and find novel ways for players to engage with them. Mm.
1: But yeah. on that note, you know, we want you to know your thoughts about Stadia, and it's actually to segue to the next part. There's a lot of games that are being announced right now, pre E three, and if you noticed, if you're seeing all the trailers for these you know for these games they have the stadia logo they're so su- they're, they're 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 on board mm. you know what i mean
0: yeah like i actually saw the sizzle reel it looks pretty good actually strangely yeah enough. and
1: then and like um we're gonna talk about like there's another big thing that happened i think this was it this week or last week um destiny 2 is gonna go free to play in september and Yo. that too is going to be a stadia product as well
0: yeah because it's finally the culmination i think of of Bungie because as we talked about before Bungie finally uh, secured their independence from Activision yeah. so right. now they're pub- they're sort of self publishing self distributing and self you know, well, uh, developing well uh, developing Destiny 2 as their own like you know whole business and whole endeavor and so nice. this is the first time there's the first announcement we're getting uh like that sort of reflects the initial like I guess vision that they probably have for that for that game moving forward, and it's really mm-hmm. exciting.
1: No, it's really exciting. Yeah, and I'm um a lot of my fr- like you know Jason, a lot of my friends were thrilled to jump on the Destiny two train because um there's this lengthy trailer announcing the next expansion. Shadow oh, Shadowkeep, the, you know, right? September, yeah, Shadowkeep, and I don't know. I, I like how they were they were, when they were explaining it, they were like suddenly not you know suddenly mentioning you know their their previous publisher. <laughs> the things that they couldn't do, nice. you know, they couldn't say, like like for one, they're saying MMO now, and apparently that, interesting. that's interesting, and a lot of people are saying that that's something that the devs were kind of hesitant in saying. Yeah, so, um, Activision,
0: yeah. Activision did not want to be known as an MMO company. Like this is no, this is known yeah. now. This is like, so they uh, expressly forbid uh, any of their live service games from referring to themselves. Us MMOs, right?
1: And um, when I saw that and I heard that story, and I'm like wondering, this is a really big opportunity for us as consumers. Mm-mm. That for years we've seen Destiny to or Destiny in itself, how it is with a publisher like Activision. And now mm. moving forward, we we're gonna see the difference between one that's being heavily influenced by an by a publisher, a AAA publisher, and one that won't that isn't anymore. Yeah.
2: yeah I'm excited we're gonna
1: see Bungie we're gonna see Bungie doing like okay here's what we're gonna do and then we're gonna see if how big of an impact or difference it is between a, a self uh, a big AAA published AAA game to one that's being self-published are
2: we going to and see like, another Warframe success story out of Bungie
1: no that's exactly what I'm excited about because this right? could be a, yes Yeah, because they're, they're doing
0: they're doing crossplay and, oh, and by crossplay yeah. oh my god yeah cr- crossplay I was like a- Sorry, you were
2: saying? Yeah, I was excited. I just learned about that one that they're going to have cross saves on or, or or is it cross play entirely? No, cross um, save. It's not it's cross not cross save.
1: play, it's cross saves. You can actually you can play the game wherever you want. Yeah, so that's I
2: Man, I was uh when, when when one of my friends told me that. I was excited because you know, I just I just played Destiny to, in in the PS4. And I never get the chance to actually try it on the PC. But now that they have that kind of option, that'll be that's that be a very good um, that's a very good step towards you know what they're doing right now. Yeah, yeah just to
1: be just to be more clear, cross save is completely different from cross play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just you can transfer your character. You know, from when you're a PS4, you can upload that file. Right. Dump it on your PC and then mm-hmm. you're good to go. Which I'm pretty because I all my all my stuff's in the PS4, so when September hits, yeah. I'm gonna jump ship, go to the PC, and I'm good to oh, go. Oh man. But, wait, am I really good to go? I'm not too sure, but you know, it's, it's excited to have that you know, that, that option. And it's cheap. <laughs> it's, it's actually like no no no, it's no no, it's free to play, but the expansion, Shadow Keep, which you know, ideally oh, is like expansion, one of the, yeah. the main remain of that, it's only seven hundred and fifty pesos for pre order. Okay, that is cheap. I mean, that's yeah. Know, I would I buy know. it. That, 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 yeah, that, that seems worth you know, giving them a good head start for their yeah. first year as a self-publishing uh, company. Um yeah. I c- expect them to have a heavy amount of microtransactions because they already have that set up. But that's understandable since they do need money. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, but yeah, it it'd be pretty cool. I'm pretty excited to you know to jump in Destiny
0: 2 yet again. Uh, I ver- I verified it a little bit. So, yeah, Carlos is right. It's cross-save, meaning yes. you can take your, your character or your, your progress from platform to platform, but who you get to play with will be restricted to the platform that you are using at the time, which is a very interesting mm-hmm. way to go about it, which yeah, means like, like I could be playing with all, just... all my friends with PC and then suddenly I switch to PS4, but all my PC friends with uh, Will have to stay in their corner while mm-hmm. I go hang out with my PS4 buddies.
2: Yeah, it's just like switching right. servers, you know, like cross. Oh yeah,
0: servers, yeah, that's a great analogy. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, like, I'm I like this change. I, I would I would love to have like cross play, but cross saves. I'll take that.
0: Yeah, I'll, that's I'll that's a good play. start, for sure. Did you hear? Uh, Sony PlayStation only approved the cross save uh, thing, like uh, maybe hours or at least a day. Before they announced the Destiny 2, like sta- Stadia so th- cross save everything.
1: Oh really? So they're, they're need, <laughs> yeah. Their they're, they're, they're initial announcement, which doesn't below. surprise when me, when they saw when they saw the, the positive was that from it, I'm like okay, sure, fine. <laughs> it's mostly what happened.
2: Oh man, That's yes,
1: good. Destiny 2, the free to play. Um, I have to. I don't have the full details in front of me right now, but I know that you have majority of the content available to you. Nice. Um, for the free to play players, you have most of the modes. I think the expansions is what um what you don't have, like the. I don't think you have all of the Forsaken, like the raid and the specific missions. And, oh,
2: okay.
1: I wonder if but, they're yeah, gonna have some have... sort of
2: like a bundle, for sale once they they start free the. Yeah yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't
1: know. know Yeah, I don't know. Like it would be c- pretty cool to have that kind of bundle to at like least a, get Forsaken and. Like, like the a people.
2: season uh, what's that like? like what they did in Rainbow Six, like a, yeah, a season pass
1: like a season pass kind of deal. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's pretty cool in, with Destiny 2. Uh, more power to do Bungie. Hopefully that, you know, that idea or that, you know, that decision to go, you know, independent. Yeah, dude. Would pan out for them. Um, What else we got here? <laughs> in our lineup for 1 through 9, <laughs> Bethesda finally ships those damn canvas. Are we going <laughs> to <laughs> I know it was it felt like a joke or anything when I put it on the list but I really want to mention it but seven months
0: of just seven seven months yeah
1: yeah, it's just it's kind of funny how Bethesda you know they dropped the ball with Fallout 76 but they They, dropped all the balls
0: (laughs) yeah like okay like like, I can I can recap just like super fast okay for anybody who's not just like super fast super fast so basically Canvas bags were supposed to come with collector's editions of uh, Fallout 76. And when that uh, right. came out, they opened it and crappy bags were in them. Nobody was happy. Everybody was like, what the hell? These bags don't look like the bags that were advertised. So to make up for it, Bethesda said, here's some free micro- micro-currency, micro-transaction currency micro currency it was really small and pathetic. The amount of cons- uh, transaction currency they got, and nobody was happy. So Bethesda said, "You know what? We're sorry. We're gonna off- We're gonna replace those bags like they should have announced." And people were like, "Okay, we're less mad, but still mad." And then people filed their num- their pri- their personal information to say, "Like, give me my replacement bag. Here's my address." And Bethesda accidentally leaked the personal data of the c- customers <laughs> requesting the bags, and that made everyone mad again.
2: <laughs> oh God,
0: that was.
1: Are they? They drop. They drop. Uh, they drop all the balls, even the pre-order stuff. I mean, That's like
0: really
1: it was funny to a point that. Um, also, we should know, mention
2: when... that the the bag that they sent before was a nylon. Trash yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it was, a... <laughs> it was really I've been, bad i've
2: been seeing pictures of that nylon bag it's just like a body bag for the helmet i
1: really <laughs> i re actually i remember before was it when we were recording but, but... one of the episodes um uh-huh. i remember saying that they should not um put fallout 76 in their bethesda press conference because they might think they, they might get a boo Uh-huh. um I really, want, I really want them to put it now just to see if it really does happen. Like Because I don't know if they're going to fully support it by actually putting it in the press conference. I mean, for um, sure they're going to have not.
2: fans there. And of course, in their press conference, they're going to have like, uh, Marx there who's going to cheer and clap. Well, the here's the thing. I here's mean, the thing, Miguel. At- I, I,
0: mm-hmm. I think you're right that they'll do that. But here's the thing. When you pay, like, how many dollars to travel from one side of the country <laughs> to the other side of the country to go to a conference and pay money to get into the conference so yet you can sit down in the Beth- in the, in the theater with the Bethesda folks, you'd better hmm. not hate all their games. Cause...
2: <laughs> sure, you, gotta get paid. You, get, you got paid for that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, because, cause, 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 like, you know... It's yeah. Setting aside a huge amount of time and money just to show up to a press conference because you hate the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let, let's not forget,
2: let's not forget that there is a, a growing Fallout seventy six community who are still supporting the game. Like uh, last times conference, was it was it GamesCon yet? Oh where yeah, they have where they have a Fallout seventy six um, thing, and there are lots of people who showed up supporting <laughs> supporting the
0: game. Yeah, I mean, if they're having fun, they're having fun, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, let's see, let's see. I mean, it's going to be a long week.
0: I, I um, My my personal philosophy is I, I will never shade Fallout mm-hmm. 76 players. I will never, like, you know, shit talk them for, like, supposedly being, Oh, Stockholm Syndrome, you've been, you're a sheeple inside the Fallout 76. No, all my mm-hmm. hate contempt is reserved for Bethesda. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, they have, because those better? guys are because because fan, fans <laughs> and players are being passionate in spite of the game being mediocre. So Bethesda yeah, exactly. has Bethesda has to do right by them.
2: Well, I'm I'm just happy that the bags are now delivered. Oh, hopefully, hopefully with, really? with with good <laughs> with good quality and uh, you know.
0: But what if what if when the bags arrive, the zippers are defective? Oh no! <laughs> oh, <laughs> And they complain from the fans.
2: Give us, give us new zipper.
0: Or they peel out. They peel out the the emblem that says Fallout seventy six, and it says Brink. Oh no! Oh no!
1: Or or even worse, what if they ship it to the wrong people? You, you never know. Anything yeah. is possible at this point. They're, 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 Bethesda is capable of anything, <laughs> good or bad. Moving oh, on um, to another company. That's you know. okay so here's here's the
0: situation like i don't know why i don't know why uh this is the week that ubisoft decided to say this because nobody was asking it okay so here's but they
1: they they just like to do it anyway
0: yeah Yeah. so basically you know mm. ubisoft god god bless their god bless their weird canadian souls (laughs) but (laughs) they uh, published a QA and a inside Ubisoft on their official website. Um, oh, okay. They were trying to say that they do not make political games. Yep. The company that... Okay, this is a thing that, that has haunted the company for a very long time, and it's something that shows up in my work for years, for the site, at toomuchgaming.net, which is that I deeply love Ubisoft games, but I also like feel very weird about the fact that Many of their games have very explicitly political contexts, but the games are written in a way as if to dodge and avoid politics or to pretend that everything is like hunky-dory. I mean, they give you a game that's about survivalists and religious nuts fighting in rural Montana they give you mm. games about hackers who are taking down big corporations or, yeah. you know... Um, they have of-
1: fucking Tom Clancy in their list. Just- yeah, <laughs> the yeah, f- yeah, right? I mean, the
0: Fifth Amendment and all that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fucking
1: Tom Clancy. Yeah, yeah, like,
0: so like, you're that. That, you're, like you're looking at the looters, the looters and, the, and the raiders in Washington, D.C. who are like, you know, trying to take advantage of the chaotic society in the wake of a pandemic. And your orders are... Shoot them on sight.
1: <laughs> that's, that's, no,
0: no, that's, no, no, survive that's, that, and then control. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. division, too, right? <laughs> Shoot right? and survive. And oh uh, vice president of editorial, Tommy Francois, he said that um, our goal is to give players all the information we can and then let them choose which sides of our game worlds they want to explore. We want them to decide what they like, what they don't like, and if, if and how to change their minds or the way they play based on that information. Our goal is to offer games that offer a 360 degree view of life and let people interact with all points of view. So, basically, if he was, like, making a game about the Vietnam War, he'd want to include perspectives from, say, like, the Viet Minh and the Viet Cong, as well as American soldiers. Right. And that kind of, like, commitment, like, well, it could lead to some ugly places. Like I understand, like the whole fair and balanced kind of thing, but what happens when you start making games about World War Two, for example, and you're saying like, "Hey, maybe the Nazis weren't all bad. Let's try to show the Nazi side," all right? Right, and mm-hmm. it becomes even more problematic because he goes on to say, like, "Well, there are no off limits taboos that they will not that will not engage in," and so it's weird because they're trying to say that. Our games are political, but not political, and I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, games. What's
1: what's, what's the What's the big problem if they just say they are political, or they just they are? Yeah, because you know, trying to tell a story. They cannot deny
2: that you know. I mean, games like, especially if games uh, being looked at as an art form. Yeah. uh, Where art is is political, you know, like you you cannot like dodge that, and you know, I mean that fact that. What you're doing as a medium can be political I mean, it's, yeah it's there so
0: yeah i mean yeah. like i think i think well okay i have two ways of looking at it one i think maybe ubisoft doesn't know what the word political means in the same way they didn't know how to use the word iconic Remember when mm-hmm. they would like take re- out all their characters from Aidan Pierce to Herc from Far Cry and whatever, and they would sell pre-order bonuses based on the characters and the brands and the logos of Watch Dogs and Far Cry, and they would say, you know, featuring his iconic shirt or his iconic cap, and you'd be like, Ubisoft, you just created this character today. He's not <laughs> iconic. Captain America is iconic. Superman is iconic. Aiden, I, Aiden, I didn't know him until yesterday. Pierce is not iconic, and he kept on doing it for years. Now, they've stopped doing that, and that's fine. Good. Now they keep lately, ever since Far Cry Five or Far Cry Four, they've been saying our games are not political, and I understand that because in this in this sensitive era, cultural sensitive, polarized <coughs> cultural me. era, uh, politics can sometimes feel like a dirty word. But the argument Mm -hmm. doesn't hold water because so many of the games have political settings. Like Far Cry 5, you know, makes you heavily armed fundamentalist in backwater America. That's not something that just came out of nowhere. And you can blow things up at random if you want and be a completely apolitical agent in the world of Hope County. But you will never stop... Wildlands. Yeah, but you'll never stop being deputy rock fist, you know, whatever motherfucker... Actually, yeah. I like that uh, Carlos brought up Ghost Week and Wild Dance because Ghost Week and Wild Dance is about coming in yeah. and intervening in Bolivia. Intervening yeah.
1: in the country's issues, which is like yeah. a cartel. Like, yeah. Like, destroy the cartel from within. I'm like, that's not your job, bro. That's not your country. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, their games are political even if they're not saying anything controversial or anything, like, you know, uh, like, uh, how say charged. Right. So... I think they it's like they're almost afraid of a boogeyman, that doesn't that isn't necessarily in all their games.
1: No, in a marketing, in a marketing standpoint, it's very hard to defend. So For yeah. sure. I, I don't they, think they, this they, is the right move. But you know, even if they go, if if let's say we put a scenario where they um, go on a stance where they yo this is yeah we're going political. Oh my god, there's yeah. gonna be so much.
2: I, also, I think that they're they're it's announcing or they're. Um, they just published this now because uh, they're going to be careful on what they're going to show for this week in E three. Maybe, so, who knows? Maybe, maybe, they're, we, mystery. Yeah, maybe they're, they're mystery. Yeah, they're games. mystery. be something that's no, charged, charged or something. I
0: don't know. Yeah, I mean the closest thing that could if it's not if it's not a game we don't know about Miguel then it's probably Watch Dogs Legion because Watch Dogs Legion will be set in, in post London. Brexit London. Like I think yeah. the exact wording is that they're going to go for sort of like a near near future so instead of it set, being set in 2020 or 2029 2019 it might be set in the year 2024 2025 yeah kind of like the way like those tom clancy splinter cell games work mm-hmm. so that they can really excited. speculate what the so they can speculate what the future of england will look like in post-brexit a little bit you know let the, let the consequences or effects of something recent really set in into the setting which i think could be super cool
1: no, I mean, and it's actually for, at least for me as a consumer. I'm really timing to see Watch Dogs Legion
0: yeah. this week because oh, yeah. I
1: played Watch Dogs too, and I know Matt finished it completely.
0: God, yeah, I love that
1: <laughs> Yeah, so I, I love the game too. Matt loves the game too. I'm not sure you play Watch Dogs too.
2: I haven't I haven't played any of the Watch Dogs games.
1: Uh you should definitely jump into it. But yeah. you know, I'm like I'm fresh. It's still fresh in my mind, and I can't wait to have. If they come out this year,
0: it'll be yeah. Awesome. Oh, it's, mm. Miguel, you'll lo- Miguel, you'll love it. I think the game is. I think the game has a sense of playfulness. Number two has a sense of playfulness and irreverence, which I think you uh, will really enjoy. Okay. Yeah, mm. like it really. It really makes this sort of like you're like yes, you're punching up against the corporations and sort of like trying to like teach them a lesson, but at the same time, it doesn't never never feels too self serious. It never feels too uh, mm. like grim and gritty. It's very like you know yeah we're we're kids, we want to have a good time, but we also want to, like, you know, show people that, you know, things kind of suck sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Great game.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try once I have, once I kind of borrow the copy. if I get. I think it's on sale in the copy. Epic Games no, no, Store. No, no,
1: I'm going to give you Titanfall 2 first, and then...
2: Yeah, what about that one, huh? <laughs> I'm
1: still working on it. Need that yeah, one. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, moving on. Let's, let's go, you know, let's go straight to the... The, the first briefing or the first presentation. that mm-hmm. so was Which was weirdly really before E3. like the, you, know, the, you know how when E3 week starts, everybody's there. EA decides to be, you know, out of that week. The first. And we have EA play already out. And they got nothing. They got nothing new. They just <laughs> pretty much up. No, really. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. They, they got nothing new. I'm not really, except the EA Originals, which I'm going to talk later in the episode. Oh. But the... The EA Play presentation started off with what everybody I think was all yeah you know, excited to see, which was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. We got our oh, first yeah. glimpse of the gameplay. Um, I think it was like te- um, what was it, 14 to 15 minutes of gameplay. Yeah, 15 minutes. And 15. Minutes. Uh, what do you guys think about what we saw with this demo? Um, Matt, let's go with you first.
0: Um, I thought it was interesting. Like, um. For one thing, I applaud the courage to show very like rough, raw, and oh, yeah. un, 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 like, unglamorized footage. Because normally they, sometimes... They said
2: it's alpha footage.
0: Yeah. Right? They always, yeah. EA
1: always has alpha footage.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah. not just because it was called alpha footage, but, uh, but what I mean is like, and this isn't me trying to be insulting or anything like that, it's just that mm-hmm. I kind of felt like normally when you're... Trying to promote a game like this, you try to show only the best bits or the shiniest bits, or are, you sort of like right. cut everything so that everything looks like it just leads into it. And what they did, what they showed, pure gameplay footage for thirty minutes. They even uh, made sure that the person who was playing the game like made mistakes. Yes. So that, that is, it would or... appear, so that it would appear more authentic. And I think that's an interesting move to make for a company like for a company or a publisher like EA. And, right. yeah, uh, what else did I think of it? I thought, I, I personally, I thought it felt a little bit dull-ish in the sense it was, like, a lot of walking and then fighting and walking and fighting. There's, like, so much walking in the game. Um, but from a craftsmanship perspective, I thought the game looked excellent in the, you know, like... Everything, like, the combat looks like it feels good. The traversal looks like it feels good. The music, I think the music is very good. It's it's really good. It didn't go, like, a lot of these Star Wars games, they tend to, like, default to the idea of, like, going into, like, porn mode, which is, like, hit you with all the classics and all the themes like as much as possible and overwhelm you with like nostalgia and memories and affection for like your favorite tracks but instead no it's, the score was very subtle and gradual you could still hear yourself talk and and hear the fight sounds and react to what was going on in the environment while the music was playing over it so great sound design amazing and uh but at the same time I felt like in, in despite its goodness, its quality of craftsmanship, it felt boring. It felt dull. So that's kind of a weird, very complex set of emotions I have about the gameplay footage. Miguel, what did you think? That's interesting. Yeah, what do you think, Migs?
2: Uh, two things. Two things registered first when I saw the trailer. Uh, one, Forrest Whitaker is in the trailer.
0: <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> that's right he's repri- he's uh he's reprising his role as Saul guerrera yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I mean, so this because got... like
1: what before wait where's the this is then? this like, is before
2: you... rogue one i guess
0: yeah I mean, I for mean. For sure, it's very sure, early on yeah. in the uh, star wars season. okay
2: okay and the second one is uh we have a yeah. common friend uh raffi from gg network and uh, geek and gladiators he's that's appeared a in the show second, before yeah that's the second thing that i've uh like uh registered when i first saw the trailer rafi will not like or play this game
0: <laughs> yeah I um, fear the when i saw those spiders the first yeah. thing i did was hop yeah, onto facebook yeah. messenger and tell him hey <laughs> rafi if you haven't seen the footage just just stay away from it because there's because they're fucking yeah. spiders and you say "Ah, oh, too late i saw it
1: <laughs> i can yeah. i can imagine i can imagine already like rafi from the corner watching the trailer and like no one Dude. by himself and all of a sudden he just screams now, uh, a <laughs> he watched the trailer
2: with migoy with miggy uh, yesterday okay. and <laughs> they were watching the trailer uh, they were drinking some water and Rafi almost like um, slipped the glass that he's holding when, when the spiders <laughs> jumped out it's that, that it's that bad for him but yeah joking aside I just uh, stopped tagging
1: him when there's a spider reference you yeah
2: just do it on the SEO <laughs> just tag uh, under uh, hashtag spiders <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, joking aside, uh, yeah. Uh, Matt also mentioned that, like, uh, it it is purely alpha footage, I guess. Well, it's not purely al- alpha, but you're going to like. I was I was impressed, uh, surprisingly impressed, that they kind of show some sort of raw or unfinished, um, you know, version of this game. Like, even the textures aren't that good when they show the trailer like it's pure Dude,
1: just a reminder it's coming out this year uh... yeah, yeah so
2: th- I... it's pretty much like i don't know like i'm not really impressed with, with with the textures they've shown on the trailers it feels i don't know like a what, too, it, too, too... it uh, doesn't I, feel I, I, like it PS... can awesome you imagine
0: can you imagine the people in the forums who are all like yeah the textures suck because it's the frostbite engine
2: no, I mean Even though they is... don't
0: know they don't know that it's actually un- unreal they're using. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I mean
1: like Oh my god. They, the they're right? not
2: I mean the the visuals I'm not that impressed yet. The visuals and the animation. Like yeah, there's some th- some wonky um idle animations or the lightsaber animations, they're kind of off or foldy. Yeah. They're not
0: they're not elegant. They're not uh they don't feel like very naturalistic. Yeah. And yeah.
2: I'm I'm thinking that this footage is something that uh, that was prepared months ago instead of uh, now. Mm. Is it, I mean, this is alpha footage, remember? So this is like, I mean, if they're gonna release this on November, November. Yeah, yeah, then it's pretty much that. Nah, this is gonna not gonna be like the final look of the game. But I appreciate that they're you know, uh, what they're what they're showing in 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 the EA. Uh, Pre-game, pre E three show was you know was this like, wow this this is real, so Mm -mm. you know it's great. Um, What else? Uh, As a third person game, overall, uh, I'm I'm not I'm not seeing anything new. So (laughs) I don't know. Let's see. Like there are some cool force powers, but that is something that um, Force Unleashed top. Uh, automatically, when it comes to force powers, I mean Force Unleashed, actually, That game was really good. Okay. Like when it comes to powers, and you know, like presentation of the force. Like I know, I enjoy that game's uh, like flashy uh, force powers. Actually, since you mentioned
1: it, I think mm-hmm. that Force Unleashed was actually way more appealing. Yeah, right.
2: Like, I mean, it's sure. it's like there's this added oomph when it comes to Force Unleash uh, unleashes force powers. I know, no, like, you no. Know,
1: I, mean, I think everything in general, be in the combat. Like, yeah, yeah, it's more fluid and everything. Uh,
2: but,
1: yeah. We, since you since you mentioned it, because I, I didn't even think about Force of the Nation. Yeah, I think
2: you have but, a But but overall, it's 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 solid. So um, hopefully, if they're gonna show another demo, uh, w- months or weeks before the, the initial launch, or probably this week in E three, maybe they're gonna show something different or something. Uh, they're gonna show more of of Star Wars than.
1: That's true though, because
0: yeah. you know,
1: that, that usually happens. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I like yeah. it. Like Salguera, guys. <laughs> Fuck, like
0: freaking
2: uh, Forest Whitaker. <laughs> out of actually out...
0: speaking to your what you were saying about textures and stuff like that, I thought mm-hmm. that the faces looked kind of weird. Like, right. uh, like um, you're not
2: textured enough, or there's not much lighting going on. Or
1: is it yeah, like, that uh, it's like it's about to load, like it's waiting to load. Yeah, that it, yeah, something yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah,
0: like, like that. Yeah, like yeah, like that. Like preloading. Carlos is right. They look kind of like, like the faces are all there, and then the skeleton and everything is all there. But there's something about like the softness of the of the textures that look like it was uh, a, a a thing that was supposed to fi- fu- fully load. Yeah, or maybe we're yeah. not For we're happens.
2: not really used to seeing, uh, Forest Whitaker, Forest Whitaker's baby cheeks in the flesh. Uh, That's like right, young saw guerrera
0: because there's a younger saw from from before rogue one but after star wars rebels yeah uh, baby well, forest Whitaker. yeah 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 and less hair he because he because doesn't he have like a giant like unruly mop on top of his head at the in in rogue, rogue one yeah that is true
2: like yeah all i know he was bald <clears throat> in in rebels as far as i remember
0: not in Rebels, he had like a, a a neat neat like slick you know sort of mix of crew cut and whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars. That's pretty cool. Um, after that, they did mention Apex Legends season two.
2: Mm-hmm. And you guys want to talk about <laughs> Madden NFL? <laughs> Because that's the the only thing that that I saw in the EA show.
1: No, let's stick with Apex for just a little bit before we jump into Madden's um, full career mode. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever career mode they're planning for their quarterback thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course they're going to have EA Sports. Um, No, but Apex Legends Season 2, nothing new here, just more content. It's just like EA's presentation was more of just like, hey, here's an update yeah update brief yeah,
0: summary yeah, yeah. Update, of, update. of
2: apex legends
1: yeah um you're re- rank mode don't no, just do really quick um mm-hmm. i don't know re- real details more if we're gonna get rank mode um we're gonna get the l star from title 2. yeah i don't know i don't i don't think uh migs knows about that but you know, oh, i haven't it's a really cool no. gun <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> missing out you're missing out <laughs> it's a really cool gun um What else? But we're gonna get a new character on season two, which is her name is Watson. Watson? And she can actually put fences. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, if enemies go through it, they get damaged, But it's a good it's a it's a tool to have to make a defensive perimeter and stuff like that. Just to slow down the Um, opponents
2: when it comes to, you
0: know.
1: Or hurt them, or flat out kill them. Because they you get Mm -hmm. damage with that one. And it's pretty cool. Um do you think, though, that they're going to put a lot... Now, before moving on, though, because that's a lot of... They're going with Season 2 already and everything. But do you think that Apex Legends will be in the same light six months from now? Let's with, see. With Battle, Roy- Battle Royale titles such as Fortnite, Fortnite. and PUBG. Because they're... Apex Legends is not capable of dethroning Fortnite. They're oh, able yeah. to bump it off. For sure. But... What what do you think about Apex Legends
2: moving on forward? Uh I think it depends on the newly announced rank mode because I think that's what a lot of fans were were looking for when when the game com- came out like of course uh if if it's a shooter it's got to have something competitive you know So that's something that they're uh kind of looking for in Apex Legends and now that they're going to um uh, apply it in season 2 uh, let's right. see if 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 the rank mode is good and appealing enough for players to to stay in this game and also the upcoming characters because you know um they're planning to um bring out new characters like you know like like Watson and what's the other guy's name uh in the last season Holmes Holmes, <laughs> Holmes? <laughs> yeah, But yeah I forgot his name I think it's it's like that that Borderlands character, but
1: oh um you're talking about um wait why is it my tongue? Yeah, uh, but I know you're talking about um Octane.
2: But, yeah, Octane. Yeah. So yeah. if it's if 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 they continue to make appealing characters and you know if if the rank matches work, then that's that's good. I mean it it would stay for a while.
0: Yeah, I think. I will see. I think um, I think no one I think not one of us to answer like to address Carlos's question. I don't think any of us can really predict where Apex Legends is going to be mm. <clears throat> six months from now. I mean the fact that first of all we never could anticipate its success. Second, the fact that you know it its player base has diminished uh, substantially as many of the players return to Fortnite like it's really like it's really anything goes as far as this game uh, is concerned the fact that it's such a you know a good game and it's really connected with audiences is i think key to how it's going to stay for a while is one thing mm-hmm. but like what's what will the future of apex legends be i i don't know like perhaps one way of really thinking about it is to think about I wouldn't say the mistakes, but think about the things that other games have done, like Overwatch and PUBG, and mm-hmm. try to avoid what they've done that has sort of like cost them. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. like right now, there's there's conversations going on about like a possible Overwatch Two, um, and you know, wow, PUBG. Overwatch Two. Yeah, and uh, I will get into that conversation at a later date when when it does surface, and maybe even write an op ed about it soon. Mm-hmm. But basically. Uh, if Apex Legends is gonna focus on characters like Watson as being the way to keep interest and uh, keep to uh, bring vitality to the enthusiasm that fans have for the game, then they need to do the things with the characters that Overwatch did not to mm-hmm. ensure game like uh, continued interest. It's
1: more of like it's more of I like to see them out. Mary, what fortnite is doing to, to be a successful you know, yeah. product yeah. together with overwatch and how they're doing in terms of character creation and, and progression in terms of you know, updating their characters and...
0: you know speculating about uh speculating about uh what games can do to either improve or to find interesting new futures i think could be the subject of a very interesting casual mode in a future episode of the tmg podcast
1: yeah so let's you know let's just move on to Battlefield 5 because we want to know more about those damn maps that are coming out in the next few months <laughs> no we don't they're getting maps though <laughs> that's, that's what I got from EA oh man they're getting more maps in chapter 4 and chapter 5 they just that chapter 5
0: I mean this is kind ends. of perfunctory at this point right I mean you have a, you have a big massive world war shooter uh, you know every year until the next release you put out more maps <laughs> yeah
1: what are more maps but i'm not so sure what is it gonna be like battlefront and then battlefield like you know um just like how call of duty is, well you know call of Duty's every year um but
2: are they gonna like they're switching development is that what they're trying to say i was like
1: wondering if we're gonna see another battlefront or maybe something that would like give you know Battlefield mm-hmm. some kind of
2: breathing battlefront is possible because um well, if we're Possible? going to... Do we
1: want a Battlefield, Battlefront 3? I mean...
2: No, no, because, like, think about it. The the newest trilogy of Star Wars movies is ending this year. So, for sure, yeah. they're going to do something about, you know, having a tie-in Battlefront that's focused on that era.
0: Which is, like, years from right?
2: now.
1: No, but anyway, yeah. um, Battlefront 5 still getting supported. Uh, Chapter 5 is going to be set in the, the Pacific Theater and i mm, think specifically two, a war um, and you know japan's gonna be a thing and yeah be out in june 27 now of ooh. course ea will not be ea without the football stock yeah. uh, oh, sorry so fifa 20 madden 20. Mm-hmm. Madden. fifa 20 apparently it's gonna be like a street mode
2: yeah they're bringing um, in like that kind of uh, modes again
1: yeah they're gonna do, do that stock. and then madden Matin's gonna do. Apparently, they never had career mode. I'm not too familiar with it, but apparently, they didn't have career mode. But now you could actually go from college quarterback all the way to, you know, to you know, yeah. competing in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So that should be cool stuff. Also, then. Have, sorry, go.
2: I just want to mention they have updates on the physics again and also some of the um, animations oh, that are to, exclusive yeah. to, like, that are known or uh, quote unquote iconic two players. So Madden, That's what I get. Madden,
1: <laughs> Madden. 20 actually has the like which I was actually surprised because if you do specific objectives in that yeah. game on uh-huh. a on a on a certain mode <laughs> you're gonna you can actually unlock like quote unquote perks or abilities, which is kinda funny. Yeah. So anyway. And the other thing that they mentioned in the EA play they actually—I didn't realize Sims Four was actually being supported, and apparently they're getting a new expansion this month. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah. Living. No, Sims um, Four is doing
0: Sims Four is doing great. I mean, I know the game feels like it's been around for like yeah, forever. Yeah. I think it's like six no, years I just old. I didn't mm-hmm.
1: think. Yeah, I totally forgot about Sims Four. I think the last time I heard about Sims Four was when they announced that you can get it for free. For yeah, a last time. week, right? Or yeah, no, last it was, week, it, no, it wasn't last. It was like last month or something. Was it? Oh, was it last week? I think last two weeks but, ago. Yeah. And then now we have uh, this expansion that
0: lets us, you know. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing, Carlos. Uh, yeah. Sims Sims never has a dead year. Uh, and I don't mean in terms of players or sales. I mean like.
1: No, do, tell. Like do tell every, that. Do I'm not it, too familiar. Yeah,
0: every year, every, it's it's every year is either a new expansion or a new Sims. And you know, year after year, we've been getting new content for Sims 4. Uh, what I think is really interesting about the the new expansion, like not really a big deal necessarily, but is that uh, it, it expands into like tropical um, island, like beach vacation kind of stuff, because the previous ones have focused on like, you know, supernatural stuff, you know, the usual beats for any Sims set of expansions. Right. But uh, what they did was they added this uh, tropical uh, uh, place, and they're going to let Sims turn into mermaids in this game.
1: With powers? Yeah, yeah. Again. And it's not—it's
0: not—it's not the first powers. step. actually. Okay, so since you're reacting like that, I guess it's worthwhile to, to talk about this part, which is that every Sims expansion, Sims Four expansion, comes with uh, not just new locations, new jobs, and yeah, stuff like that, shit. but there's always something. There's always something supernatural or paranormal or science fiction that's added vampires. to the game. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the, the funny thing about the mermaid thing is that. Uh, it's kind of unique because while we've always had vampires, werewolves, ghosts, and uh, aliens and alien hybrids in Sims Four and Sims Three and even as far back as Sims Two, the mermaid I think is a first for
2: the yes, series. It's very different. So it's
0: yeah, like it's tied
2: into the expansion stuff well because they're gonna feature islands. So
0: yeah, and it's actually a res- uh, it's actually a response to. Um, like I, m- m- my wife and I play Sims for once in a while and I think it's in, we think it's in response to the fact that there was a mod that let players change uh, their sims into mermaids oh. and yeah and that mod like got insanely popular. <laughs> like nobody <laughs> that's knew cute. like somebody Wait, decided is
1: that, is that their way of actually studying if whether or yeah. whether or not where yeah. they want to go for Absolutely
0: absolutely that's I'm awesome. sure of it That's
1: that's awesome. Yeah, Man, so
0: that's
1: cool. yeah, so somebody like just, let's let's check what's the highest. Oh my God, mods. mermaids—they yeah. want that. Oh, <laughs> they check the mod, the top top downloaded mod. Like, okay, we can do this. That's pretty cool.
0: Okay. Yeah, so there you go. So, uh nobody, nobody. When the person who made that mod, like no, like nobody was asking for mermaids before that mod came out. Then the mod came out, and suddenly everybody realized we want to be mermaids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we want to be mermaids. We want to clean the beaches. We want to swim freely. Yeah.
0: We want to get sun. They want to, they get want to be. Uh, they want to be part of this world. Right. Yeah.
1: It's on June twenty one for those that are you know avid Sims four
0: players. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you know the only the only thing I'm always down on about Sims is that it's not cheap, like uh, that game. <laughs> uh is what six years old i think now six years old five years old it, it's, and it's pretty good
1: actually and yeah. it's reasonable
0: that with all that support that the game is still like uh thirty dollars or sixty dollars or whatever it's still but to buy to really get a lot of sims content you have to spend a lot of money oh yeah you
1: know? For yeah, and, and, yeah. You know. yeah and
0: yeah yeah and i can see that already and the thing is, whenever they go on sale, normally you'd be like, ah, it's okay, I'll wait. I'll wait until they go on sale." When they go on sale, the sale is usually pathetic. It's like, "Oh, this expansion was twenty five dollars, now twenty one dollars." Not 20 or something
1: like that. you I mean, like, chance to give you one yeah, more dollar to like, make it twenty. It's, <laughs>
0: yeah. it's such a massive bummer. I swear yeah. to God, it's such a massive bummer.
1: Man, well, thank but God anyway, Sims Four got free. Like. I I wonder. Like, I, maybe I don't have it in front of me right now, but I wonder how much Sims Four would cost if you need to get all the expansions just to get the full. Oh experience. man, I remember. That's like, a big question. I remember right my there. little
2: brother actually buying all of the expansions in Sims Two,
1: costing. <laughs> oh like, no!
2: Like I don't know, like a hundred, like more than a hundred dollars for sure. That's it's, that's really it's really crazy. It's really crazy, <laughs> it's crazy.
1: Yeah, but there, Sims Four. Yeah, is getting Sims upbidden. Four and, and Island and Living is what it's called. Uh. Island living, yes. Island yeah. living, and there is no big reveal or announcement of a new IP. It's just again like an update. It's just like, hey, here's what's coming for the games that are currently out, yeah. or you know, or one game. This is one, no, three games that are not out yet. Two are, two are sports, but you know.
0: <laughs> sure, yeah. well, I only care about the Try sports the titles money. if they have a compelling campaign mode. That's way. That's super serious. <laughs>
1: Madden 20. Yes. You're all set, buddy. But yeah, overall
2: overall, this, this EA presentation really disappoints me. Because they left out uh, again, Skate 4. <laughs> they left out Skate 4 again.
0: Unbelievable, EA. Unbelievable. They should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. Oh, man. Ubisoft, Bethesda take and notes. EA. Bethesda <laughs> and EA dropping please the, the ball for skate me. 4 for mm-hmm.
2: make, a, make a Skate game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what okay, tri- they should just you know what they should do they should just add skates to trials
1: <laughs> oh man oh but uh outside ea play they did talk about ea originals which mm. thankfully they did because i they... <laughs> actually surprised that it wasn't part of this uh, That it wasn't even part of the presentation they just decided oh here by the way <laughs> EA original still a thing they are gonna be working with three studios for this um, that they mentioned, uh Zoink Games, Haze Light Studios, and uh, what's the other one? Uh mm. And they're all apparently working on a new project. Um Zoink Games is working on a game called Lost in Random. Glow making a game called Rustheart, and apparently Haze Light Studio is yet again looking or you know, making a co op focused title which is not announced so far and that's pretty much what it is Wait, do, we know we, about,
0: uh, sorry? do you know more about these studios like uh, what, what, what? no do there's know only here?
1: there's only images Um, at least for me when I was checking it out there's no actually like uh, trailers or anything maybe there is right now Um, but Lost in Random <coughs> it seems like it doesn't it just says it's an action game that's set uh, that, that is you know set in a beautifully vivid and dark world there's puzzles to solve and all that and Glow Maid's Rust Heart is supposed to be in the co-op RPG.
0: Oh wait, I recognize these studios, uh Zoink Games and Haze Light Studios. So Zoink I... Games made Fe. Yeah. And Haze Light and... Is,
1: is a way out. And Haze Light's Way Out. I don't know what Glow Maid. Right now I have to I have to Google that. I'm not too sure about Glow hazelite
0: mm-hmm.
1: Haze Light is a way out and in case Haze you guys Light... don't know,
0: uh Way Out is that game from that was being that was directed by Joseph faris Fa- yes. most famous of a of a brothers a tale of two sons which is a great game you should pick up right now uh b saying fuck the oscars at the game awards <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> really so there you <laughs> go <laughs> yeah All we know about hazelite studios next game it just uh, ea just said it's a fresh take on the challenges of working together Ooh. and i don't know what that means but hazelite studio did it's, they're pretty much two, in, uh, two out of two right now. They did two really cool, you know, out-of-the-box co-op games.
2: Do you so... think their new game will feature uh, the director's brother again as the protagonist? I'd like The that. director's brother's um, resemblance.
0: What I want is for it to be a buddy cop comedy.
2: Oh, man, that would be good.
0: <laughs> right? I would be excited for that. Like like Like, like... co-op. Yeah. Buddy, co- yeah. buddy cop, buddy yeah. cop, that's awesome. Buddy cop that's comedy, really the like, co op like... cop comedy, co op, co op. Okay, I'm done. Co <laughs> cop, <Co-coop. laughs> say it again, co cop, yeah, co cop gameplay. Co cop, there you
2: go. Yeah. that's
1: a free idea.
0: I think that's
2: it. Think that's,
1: yeah. it. Like... That's, that's not a good idea, but I think that's it for this week. Do we have any other, um, like because there's a lot of leaks, there's a lot of announcements just flying left and right right now because we're like hours before E3 starts. Um... Like for example, um, we get we're, we're getting a new we're, we're getting a new game called Dark Genesis, which just got announced like a couple hours. I think yesterday or a couple of hours ago. They're going with the they're going with a, a Diablo esque.
0: Who's spin-off. publishing? Who's oh, publishing okay. Dark?
1: Who's publishing Dark
0: Genesis? Is this THQ Nordic again?
1: I think it's THQ Nordic. Yeah, they can they can
0: they, yeah they can they can fuck off.
1: <laughs> well, what's up with you with, with, with the HQ Nordic
0: well first of all they're the guys who hosted an AMA on 8chan a, on a, on so yeah oh okay <laughs> yeah and, uh, they 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 they, endor- they fully endorsed a pedo- child pornography board so yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> well there you go all the information you need about the upcoming
0: guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry oh, I didn't oh, want oh, to end on oh, a downer you can cut that shit out on the final cut
1: Oh no, that's why. <laughs> but I don't know what else do you guys, do you guys, do you Have any quick um um shout outs to any like reveals? Because that, that that's it for me. Well, um, we'll get more hours like literally tomorrow once Microsoft is done. There is
2: there's rumors of a new Parasite Eve, so I guess that's exciting.
0: Oh shit! Really, really? Where's that? Will source? it be uh, uh, as long as they don't release it on a mobile phone or some <laughs> obscure handheld? Or whatever, because well I'm still upset about Valkyrie oh, Profile Anatomia. Yeah, yeah
2: I, <laughs> I remember that Valkyrie Profile announcement, and
0: mobile. Ugh. Yeah, and I'm still upset about Parasite Eve third birthday being only on the... Was it PSP? I,
2: I think it is in PSP, I forgot.
0: Yeah, I'm like, fuck yeah, there, guys.
2: There, there are rumors that they're going to... It's either they're going to have a, a, par, a new Parasite Eve or a remake of Parasite Eve. But yeah. Other than that, what else do we I, have? My
0: my 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 my, tongue, my mitochondria intensified. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, um I guess I think that's it. For me that's it. That 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 uh that George R. Martin uh Miyazaki collab. Oh Wait, I forgot the the the, the, guy, the guy's name uh, who created name Dark Souls
0: and Bloodborne. Hidetaka right? Miyazaki.
2: Yeah, yeah. So they have a new game called um Oh man. <laughs> I'm bad at this. Elden Ring. Yeah, Elden Ring, yeah.
1: And, and you want to mention it right away because I don't know much information about it, but you yeah, have George yes. R. R. Martin is working it. And with Baldur's
0: Drop. Gate 3 is a thing, apparently. Baldur, you know, yeah. uh, Divinity, Divinity Baldur, Original Baldur, Sim, Baldur, Sim yeah. Studio, yeah. Larian avail- Studios. Also making Baldur's available Gate 3. in Stadia. Oh, really now?
1: Everything is available in Stadia. I mean, Stadia. I mean,
0: Stadia.
1: <laughs> right now, Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ballers Gate three, which is interesting, is when they got anna- when it got announced. I checked Steam right away. Okay, it's there. And it's it's and there, in All no, it's there, in then the, the the studio's catalog of games were just all on sale, and I'm yeah. like, oh, why do you do this yeah. to me? <laughs> yeah,
0: you, no, but uh, well, no joke. Divinity Originals and one and Divinity Original Sin yeah. two are great it's games, my... so you should owe, you owe it to yourself, listener and Carlos, to pick those games up and play yeah. the no, whole I crap out of them. I have on one. Like... I have
1: one, but I wanna. I have to get through. Like like yeah. the
2: sequel to one of the greatest games uh, years ago, now being in... developed by the guys who developed one of the best RPGs in this in this. Uh,
0: all, all that th- all the technology that underpins the the Divinity Original Sin games is really just like tabletop RPG slash, you know, Baldur's Gate simulation stuff. Like the fact that all the elements and the props can interact, and all the chairs and the, you know all the scripting for that game. It's really just one big RPG like you know control system and they're, they're the perfect people to make this game I do want to say though that trailer was super freaky
2: yeah dude <laughs> or, I, yeah, about,
0: about about a few seconds in it I felt like this feels really unnecessary in a weird way to get people <laughs> excited excited about your game they're like hey guys I know you've been heavy breathing about the Baldur's Gate 3. You know, this possible thing that's happening. Well, here it is. We're announcing it. It's real. We're making the sequel to that game you loved 20 years ago. And it's a guy mutating into a mind flare and it looks really painful. Yeah. Makes you kind of like, I was clutching my thighs just watching that guy go, Aah! that's true, that's true
1: though. The guy, that, that looked really painful. The transformation looked I mean, really yeah.
0: painful. This is, this is what you spent... Uh this this is what you spent your CG rendering on. Like what
2: the hell? Well, I'm impressed. Kudos to that guy. it, uh, yeah, it looks good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Kudos to that guy that became a fucking mind player.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You freaked anyway. out. So you did your job. Look at that. <laughs> the, the, oh. the
1: original CNO hey. is like forty percent off. Seven hundred and forty-three.
0: When you look at when you look up those trailers, Meg. hmm when you look up the Baldur's Gate free trailer, some of them they say they're uncut. I'm like, okay, oh, Jesus. <laughs> like I can't, So either there's a version of it that's cut cut or you felt it was necessary to warn people that this is the kind of thing that has, you know, objectionable content that's uncut.
1: Yeah, because they when they were testing they were do, when they're doing like public testing on the trailer, like, yeah, we gotta warn them first before we <laughs> yeah. start yeah. This. We got it already rendered, we can't change it. <laughs> Let's just change the title. Anyway. But anyway, that is it for one nine two. Thanks guys. This is that was a pretty cool um another pre pre <laughs> another pre E three episode. We have another, we have two others. Um one nine one ninety and one nine one. Yep. Which is more of a speculation kinda episode for all the big press conferences. That's you right. note that I guess when you guys were hearing this there's a lot
0: to take in, so it's yeah. pretty much us. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I all right, guys, just when you guys listen to this episode, a lot of E3 announcements will have happened, and yeah. so just, you know, we won't be co- we, we, we I don't think we'll be covering E3 live unless, mm-hmm. Very uh, I don't know, what, what do you, like, what do you think, Carlos? I don't, I don't
1: know. I don't think we can cover it live. I'm definitely, I'm still, spec- I'm still thinking if I want to watch it live, at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. Um, but definitely expect content about E three two thousand nineteen in many forms from, you know, the podcast and of course on our website W dot too much gaming dot net. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be one episode for all the press conferences because, no, I read. I'm I'm just pretty much playing it uh, by the ear because I don't know I don't know how much reveals are there gonna be this mm-hmm. week. Um, but definitely once you get this. If you noticed, this is not anything that's rumor based, it's all just released, so you know, we tackled on what's already out on the weekend. So So,
0: so this is since this episode is happening before the first major E three conference, but will be revealed after most of the conferences, Miguel, I think now is a great time for us to shout out our predictions <laughs> oh, no, and no. shout out some weird ass ideas that way, if we're right, we'll be like Vindication. <laughs> <No way. laughs> I just Didn't want we do skate four. Like last episode? Yeah, I think we More did.
2: Time. I just said skate four. I skate four. <laughs> Skateboard <laughs> game. That's all I want for E three. My wish list. You
1: just want skate four.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, while you are going to wait for our next episode uh, next week uh, for our E three report ish, uh, you can listen Post to another after yeah. re- a-
0: after action yeah. report. Yeah.
2: Yeah, post post E3 report. You can listen to other episodes of our podcast via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, and other podcasting listening apps. And of course, uh, like what Carla said, for gaming reviews, features, articles. And if you have anything you want to see uh, about E3, because we are going to write about E3 this week, uh, you can just visit our website, yeah. net and uh, what else i got uh, the whole
1: ea thing all set up ready if you guys want to check out all the trailers cool so you might have a similar um setup for some of the priest press conference or maybe cop beds we don't know but definitely coverage for sure
2: yeah check check our facebook for for those uh, announced or notifications when when we have new um articles in our site so it's just at facebook at too much gaming also on twitter at too much gaming and um, not sure if we have new stuff in our YouTube channel, which is Tmg Blog, but we do. Sadly, not
1: right now. Um, mm-hmm. But, but we do. do check our out. Twitch is uh,
2: surprisingly active right now, thanks to Miggy or Migoy. Who... Yep, he
1: was playing Magic: The Gathering Arena just a while ago. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he also
2: streamed. Playing... He also streamed Final Fantasy Tactics like last week. So that's yeah he talked a lot good. of new
1: things about that game but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's crazy a lot was interesting doing crazy things stuff. that you can do in tactics games but yeah uh screen is still working youtubes we will update you with the latest there soon and but yeah let's just you know let's just enjoy e3 and yeah we'll see you guys in the next one
2: Skate four